Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's good? What's up, everybody? You know what I'm saying? How you doing, fam? It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Strizzy, in the building. Another episode of Say Like a Champ. This is episode 106. 106, man. Um, Want to welcome in. We got some slackers joining in already. We got Unk. What's up? What's up? What's going on, Unk? We got moms in the building. Happy Mom. Tuesday. That feels like a Monday. Exactly. Definitely throws you off always when you, if you have, you know, for those people that had Monday off, it's like a short week, but um, even with the long weekend, it was somehow still not long enough. You know what I'm saying? Never, like <laughs> never, never. but, um, but yeah, we're glad to be back here. Um, I'm feeling good, but Strizzy, how are you feeling? I'm going to I mean, I, I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to be a good week, man. Yeah. Short and week. We had Monday off four day work week. Football is back. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> you, know yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But, dude, yeah, I man, I feel good, man. Like, I, just, I, don't know, I feel a little bit refreshed at the gym this morning. So, you know, I'm feeling good, man. How about you? That's what's up. Yeah, no, I feel good. Um, I'm definitely excited. I mean, this week is, you know, the return of football. We got yep. the Cowboys uh, against the Buccaneers in a couple of days, and and that's just big. Um, you know, we we just coming off of a big Georgia victory this weekend, too. So yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm in a good spot. Um, we also got Kelly in the building. August says hello and that he loves Uncle. What's up, Augie? <laughs> uh, Augie. I'm glad you're watching in. And uh, Pops also, good evening. Good evening. Thank you oh, for boss. being with us. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess with that being said, um, you know, we, we do appreciate the comments. We do appreciate the engagement. Um, don't be afraid to like, comment, subscribe, all those YouTube things. And um, also, we'll be about an hour today. Might be a little bit less, but we do appreciate your guys' time. We know that's important. So we thank you for being here with us. All thanks. Um, Stephanie Washington in the building as well. What's, what's good? Oh, I know she's uh, America's team as well. So um, definitely excited to get her opinions about the game too. So. With that being said, let's go ahead and make this thing official um, so we can go ahead and get into it. Now it's official. Now it's official. Say like a champ. Episode 106. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Susie, in the building. Um, As we did the intro, we had another slacker joining in. Nancy, what's good? What's good? Well, Glad well, to well. see you on here. Um, We're definitely doing well. Hope you are as well. Um, So, yeah, this is it. September 7th. We're already into September, and football season is officially uh, back on Thursday, we know that, you know, once football season happens, I feel like it's just the rest of the year just flies by. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like all my weekends are booked up. So, um, you know what I'm saying? You know where I'm going to be, um, you know what I'm saying, for most of that time. So, um, but it's definitely an exciting time. We got Grace in the building as well. Hello, everyone. Up, Grace? The football, the pumpkin, skeletons, definitely a spooky time, too. I know uh, Halloween's coming up. I got to get I got to get brave. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the spooky stuff, but but. Strizzy, what do you think? You like the spooky stuff, like Halloween stuff? Uh, kind of, it's weird. Like, it, I'm not, like, super into, like, the spooky stuff, but I do enjoy, like, horror films. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's weird. Like, like Halloween, dress up time, like, you're never catching into like, a vampire, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to find, like, fun, like, fun, creative costumes, oh, like, yeah. Halloween parties and stuff, but, 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, the kids are like, I want to be a witch. I'm like, no, nah, I'll pass on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's find something else you can be. But, um, but yeah, man, but I do, I do enjoy a horror film, though, man. Horror films are always fun. Well, you were looking really spooky with that zombie. I know that was for, like, a little film thing, a little movie, short movie, but that was, like, Bro, I was uh, freaking myself out. That's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I can't do it too much, but uh, well, we'll see. But um, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our topics. We do want to give a shout out to our super producer, uh, Marcus, and our permanent special guest, Myra. Um, we're going to be with them soon and everything like that. We want to definitely get their picks um, for, for the NFL, too. But for now, you're rocking with the OG crew. You're yeah. rocking with your boys. So let's go ahead and get it popping. All right, Strizzy. You ready? You know we got the flag football championship this weekend, okay? Got it, coach. We won three times in a row, right? We're going for the four bit. I got the play, okay? This is going to be the secret play. I'm going to draw here, but we're going to have to burn this board down because we can't let anybody know, okay, what Nobody. the secret play. Okay, so make sure you're ready to memorize it, okay? Got it. It's better than the annexation of Puerto Rico, okay? This has got nothing on that, okay? okay. We haven't named it yet, but we'll figure it out. And boom, that's the play. Exactly. Four Pete on the way. All right, NFL talk. We have a few pieces of business to get out of the way before we kind of jump into our predictions and our picks that we'll be doing. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, let me go ahead and pull up our little graphic here. You see, it's the football takeover. And we'll start off with NFL talk. Now, the big thing, of course, tomorrow night, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, sorry, on Thursday night. So um, we'll be making our predictions for that. But that that officially marks the the, the beginning of that. But it also marks the beginning of sports betting in Arizona and in three other states. So um, we did want to talk about that a little bit. Um, they came out with the story today. They said 45 million Americans are expected to bet on football this year. And between last year and this year, there's about seven additional states uh, that are that are opening it up. And it's just like becoming a big thing. They're even doing uh, advertising for different sports books on, um, you know, on the, during the NFL games and things like that. So, Strizzy, yeah. how do you feel about this? You're what what's your take on the, the oh, bro, bro you, you already know i can't wait man i can't wait um uh, like like you're saying a bunch of different sports books are advertising it over you know espn um all, all social media it's like it's literally everywhere uh for all of the you know arizona being a brand new state basically every single one of them that you um you know uh, create a new account they're giving you some type of like incentive to to rock with them right i know bet ngm is giving you a free 200 dollars for registering you know what i'm saying to bet to bet with um mm -hmm. You know, some other stuff we're doing, like, you know, for all the Arizona teams, like $1 for every point an Arizona team scores for opening weekend this weekend, um, all kinds of stuff. So, like, I'm, I'm super excited for it. You know what I mean? Finally, we don't have to go to Vegas all the time to do a little bit of sports gambling. And, you right. know, something that, something that uh, I, I enjoy, you know, dabbling into every year. So, I'm, I'm super excited that now I don't have to worry about, you know. Uncle Sam hovering over my back, but like, where's where this money coming from? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, no more illegal betting sites. Yeah, no more offshore. Really, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I think it is exciting. I think it does open up another another avenue, but I hope people are kind of, you know, kind of like temper their expectations and things like that and kind of go into it easily because we see in Vegas and different things of people can get addicted to gambling and stuff. That's kind of serious. So um, uh, I know there's too much money to be made. That's no longer a concern uh, for, for the NFL and for the for the sports world in general. Um, but um, but we'll see how it goes. I think it is going to be crazy though. Seeing sports books like at the Fiesta Bowl and at the at the Cardinals yeah. game, you can go over and bet on something uh, right there or at the Diamondback Stadium um, um, coming up soon. So so we'll see how it goes. Monk um, says he wonder why folks look down on gambling for repeat offenders but refuse to accept gamblers. Yeah. yeah, that is the thing. I don't know. I think 
I think Ankh, it's like, you know, gambling is like a, a side thing that a lot of people do. Um, but I think it's just those stories, like those um, kind of drastic stories you think about or people, you know, kind of losing their kids' college funds or whatever. Like the, <laughs> the cliche of that, I feel like, is what what kind of gets people down on it because, um, you know, some people take it too far, like with anything. So, but if you want a chance to kind of compete and you don't have to pay any money, we do have our own Pick'em League. You know, we'll segue that way. We're doing it through Yahoo and you'll get a chance to win a Super Bowl square uh, for the end of the year, our little, you know, end of the year Super Bowl square contest. And you just have to pick who you think is going to win. So you can uh, you can get the link in the description of this video or in our IG profile or I think on just say like a champ.com too. Uh, go on there and, you know, make your pick. So uh, we'll be making our picks here in a minute and you can kind of compete with us and see what you think. Um, and we're going to I'm going for broke already. I, I already know it might be might be a little sketchy, but I'm going to try to my best, you know. <laughs> um, one other thing, though, before that. Just some some other housekeeping. So Zach Martin for the Cowboys is their right guard. He's gonna be he's gonna miss the game with um, being out with COVID protocols. He is vaccinated, but he did have um, a close contact to where he had to be out at least five days. So we know he's gonna miss the game. That's the first of many that's gonna happen this year. I, I hope that does stay under control. But um, some other you know players that are gonna miss just with the injury bug. Um, and I want to know how you feel about this, Trizzy is. You know, J.K. Dobbins and now the backup running back for the Ravens, Justice Hill, also went down out for the year with the torn ACL. So are you feeling worried about your AFC squad or you feel like they're going to figure that out? Oh, man, I'm extremely worried about the Ravens. And part, and part of it is not just the running backs are going down. We're missing we're missing a lot of our, you know, new receivers, too. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, they just picked they just picked up the um, Rashad Bateman, the you know, the uh, rookie that they picked up in, in this year's draft who was one of the top receivers in the draft. And it's like, and he's out for a couple of weeks too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I really like Gus Edwards. I, I think that he's going to do very well. But the fact that, you know, they're already down to, like Justice Hill is one of their, you know, better pass catching receivers that are pass catching um, running backs. And, and um, you know, J.K. Dobbins, he's, he, he could easily be, all you know, around beast. yeah, all around beast. So, a little worried about him, you know what I mean? It's like we we talk about so much of the Ravens, you know, not having the greatest offensive weapons for uh, for our boy Lamar, and now it's getting now it's even thinner, you know what I mean? Like now it's like we finally got him some weapons, but you know, uh, Marquise Brown, he's coming off he's coming off an injury, like this would be like kind of like his first week back, um, and then uh, same thing with Sammy Watkins, he's also coming back from an injury first week back, and we already know his his background, so right, a little worried about this team, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Hopefully, Lamar can make some things happen while the team gets healthy, but uh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rushed. Right. I think that that is going to put the pressure on Lamar for sure. Um, and the running game is just the staple of their offense, and they usually use more backs. But, you know, um, after letting go of Ingram and kind of having a stable, now they're thin there. So that's definitely interesting. Pop says sign Murray. I've got to watch him do. That's what I want to do. I'm hoping they go find Latavius Murray, pick him up, because I think Murray's really, I think he's a really good back. Um, and yeah. I don't know he'll 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 fit right in with that uh, with that team. I agree. Um, yeah, still some veterans out there. Um, still some different interesting players that got released. Um, Will Greer actually got released, which was kind of surprising by the Panthers and the Cowboys actually signed him. He went from one of our squads to the other. So <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of think that's interesting. But um, definitely some players out there that I don't know if they'll land with other teams, including what Uncle saying. Will Cam find another team? I think that's going to be a situation where maybe there's an injury or he's just really going to have to accept that he's a backup. Um, but I think he's made enough money in this league. I don't know if he's just 
I don't know if that's it for him. Um, right. That would kind of be kind of be, you know, kind of whack considering how his career started and things like that. But um, you know, it's, it's a cold game, I guess. But you got, you know, some people like him and, you know, and Pop says Cam is done. Um, But then also, you know, on the flip side of that, Tyrod Taylor, he's going to be starting for the Texans um, with the whole Deshaun Watson saga. So we'll see how he does. I'm I'm excited for him. So there are still some opportunities out there, though. You never know um, with that. But okay, Um, when we're we were going to do we're going to do our final four in our Super Bowl predictions when we're like all together with the with the rest of the crew. But for now, we're going to just zoom into um, our our picks for the first week. and we want you guys to play along if you if you'd like if you wish. Um, but we're gonna just kind of run through it also so we can get us a chance to kind of see what the schedule is like, and then we're gonna make our picks ourselves. Um, to to and then you know these are the picks we'll be making on Yahoo as well. So, Strizzy, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's get a pop in. Okay, so we know the kickoff game Thursday, September 9th, is the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, um, America's team. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You know, I think it's going to be one of those things where I might just be a little bit delusional, but I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cowboys only because I think if we're going to get them, this is our best shot. We They hopefully will have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. They returned their whole squad, which means, um, you know, they're going to be really great. They have all that continuity, but, you know, maybe they have a sluggish start or maybe we catch them a little bit off guard. It sucks that we won't have our full offensive line, but if our defense does anything, gets any kind of little turnovers or gets pressure on Tom Brady, I think we can actually win this game. Um, in the long run, though, I think that the uh, Buccaneers are, are a great team and they have a great chance to to repeat or to win the NFC again, um, at least. But I'm thinking the Cowboys are going to kind of shock them. And I would say this, this game means a lot more to the Cowboys than it does the Bucks in the long run. And I think that that's going to show. So I'm going Cowboys. Uh, we'll see though. We'll replay this clip um, next week, either way. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. so, so I'm actually going with the Buccaneers for kind of the same, kind of for the same reason what you said, but kind of the opposite. So, I think it really sucks that um, you know the guard, the, the guard came out with COVID this uh, this week, um, especially because he didn't necessarily have it. He was just you know exposed to somebody else who did. Uh, but I kind of feel like I feel like the um, you know. Dak hasn't really played an actual game. He didn't play any preseason all. So he's going to come off a little bit rusty, in my opinion. Uh, you know what I mean? But I do agree with you that if the Cowboys are going to get them, it's going to happen in week one. You know what I mean? Like, and they got to come out there and show out and, and, and you know, take them, you know, take the Buccaneers, uh, just surprise them, play harder than them if they want to win this game. But I, I think the Bucs are a little bit more polished a little bit. Tom got a little bit of time, you know what I'm saying, the preseason. Like you said, they are bringing back all 22 starters from last year. So, if they even come back a little bit, I feel like that defense though is, I think they're going to get to Dak a little bit. You know, you know what I mean? Like that, 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 uh, that line is a little scary on the buck side of things. So and they could, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a great. I think it's probably one of the best, uh, best games they could have picked to start the season off for Thursday night. Like this, this is a huge game. Right. Yeah, I definitely think it's definitely an interesting matchup, and I think it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Unk says Bucks by twenty. Oh. Uh, you know, he, he he, but and and that could that could definitely happen if things went sideways for sure. Um, Pop says Cowboys with the upset. Hate Martin is out, but boys kick butt. We'll see. So yeah, you know how we'll be rocking. Oh, for um, sure. <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, that's going to be a fun game. I'm definitely just super excited to see. I'm super excited for that to be the kickoff. And I think that um, the Bucks will be getting their rings too um, that day. So yeah, that's going to give Cowboys an extra edge too. You know, so you always want to upset on on ring night. You know what I mean? So yeah, we'll see. So okay, we'll move on to the NFL now. We have um, a slate of morning games. So we'll go to the right actually. The next game we'll talk about is Philadelphia at Atlanta. Um, oh, Stephanie, sorry, real quick. Stephanie says she's nervous on that one. <laughs> right. And I, I kind of am too, but I think it'll be fun. And I think it'll be a good barometer anyways to see where, where the Cowboys are at. So True. we'll go from there. Um, but we'll go up to Philadelphia at Atlanta. Um, Strizzy, who you got on this one? Yeah, it's weird. Both of these teams, you know, they're uh, – I'm taking Atlanta, but both of these teams have a lot of questions. You know what I mean? Philadelphia got a lot of new pieces. Atlanta's got a you know Atlanta's got a new coach, also some new pieces. They and they lost you know um, Julio Jones. So um, I am taking Atlanta. It is a home game. I think they have a little bit more of you know bit, you know some veteranship on that team still. So I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think Atlanta pulls through. Yeah, I think Atlanta as well. The Battle of the Birds. Um, Philly has a lot to figure out. Um, they're putting some talent together. Atlanta. This is probably Matt Ryan's like last stand type thing, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that they got it. Unk is going with the Falcons as well. Um, we'll move down to the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Now, this is kind of cool. This is like a rock'em, sock'em match right off the bat. Um, I think that Buffalo wins this one at home. I think that they're poised for having a big season. But mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's going to be tough. They always find a way to be tough. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a, that's a good game to watch. No, agreed. And they, they, played, they played last year, too, and I feel like Buffalo kind of beat them up a little bit. So I know Pittsburgh's going to come out tough and want to kind of get a little bit of a revenge, uh, revenge game on this one. I'm going Buffalo too. I, I feel like Josh Allen's, um, you know, he's a candidate for an MVP. He, you know, I think he was second last year or something like that. Um, so I think Buffalo still comes out hot and uh, continues with the try to do last year. Yeah. Um, Unk says Bills by 11 on that yeah. one. And um, and we'll have to go back. Um, Pop says Steelers always, always start fast. Let's see what he say. Pittsburgh by 10. Wow. That would be cool. That would be it. We'll see. Um, next up, we have Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. It's another kind of tough one to call. I'm going to go with the Vikings only just because I feel like they're a little bit more stable. Right. Um, but who you got in this one? Same. You know, two words, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like we still don't necessarily know what we're getting with Burrow yet. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't, he didn't get a solid year last year with ACL injury, so – um, they still got some questions to answer with him and how that knee's going to look, but I, I think Dalvin Cook kind of runs wild. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The Vikings should get that one done. Next up, the San Francisco 49ers at Detroit Lions. Um, I'm going with uh, San Francisco at this. Defense is healthy, you know what I mean? And I, I know they're looking to get a lot of their players back. Jimmy G's healthy again. Uh, and Lions still, like, all, like everybody's injured, you know what I mean? Like them too. They lost Galladay. Um so, so we'll see. You know, new quarterback as well. So, but uh, I'm definitely taking the Niners on this one. Niners get that dope. Yeah, for sure. Um, the 49ers, they have the coaching and everything. Um, and Detroit has the brand new coach and Dan Campbell still kind of figuring a lot of things out. Question marks basically at every position. Even Swift, they're saying you know he might not be totally healthy to go or might not be able to take full reps. True. So, um. So yeah, I'm definitely going with the 49ers, and they're just their defense is pretty nasty, and they can run the ball. They're well coached, so, um, so that's where I were going. With that, um, coming in so far though, Kelly with that one, she's going with the Niners too. 
Um, that's her squad for sure. And Anka's <laughs> going with the Niners too. Yep. So yeah, definitely got to rep your squad. Um, next up, the Arizona Cardinals at the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm taking the Titans in this one only because they're at home. They can run the ball and they're like they're tough. Feel like that they'll 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 be able to get going early. The Cardinals, we'll see. I think they had a chance at a great season last year, but they kind of you know fell off towards the end. And I think that they might have taken a step back. Mm-hmm. They have wide receiver weapons, but I just don't know if Murray is going to be able to like take that next step forward to really make that big of a difference. So right. I'm going with the Titans in this one, and I'm watching to see what the Cardinals do this year. I actually agree with you. I think they actually do take a, a step back this past year, and I think this is King. I, I think this is Kingsbury's last year. I think they definitely took a step back. They don't, you know. I think last year they won nine games. I want to say maybe they won nine. I can't remember exactly, but I think they actually win like a game less, maybe two games less than they won last year. And I think Kingsbury gets fired because of it. Um, but I'm taking Tennessee as well. Yeah, the chat's coming through for Tennessee. Unk yeah. says by 13 pops and says Titans in a close one. Um, next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. This is like a weird matchup. It's like an interconference matchup, right? To start, and it's, um, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. I just think I'm like, I don't remember ever seeing these teams play each other, honestly. Like, <laughs> Dude, um, I, I went back and forth with this one like all day today. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson is gonna come out and be the captain right away and, and have his guys ready. The yeah. Colts. The Colts have a chance to be good, but I just don't know if I like Carson Wentz really. Um, and I and also, you know, he's going to be healthy for the beginning, but you know, it was projections that he might have been out for a long time, so he's kind of coming back early. Yeah. We'll see how his foot works out. So, who do you have yeah. in that one? Uh, I'm with you on that one. I'm thinking Seattle. Uh, kind of like Pops, how Pops said, the Steelers always start fast. So does Seattle. You know, I mean, they always start out quick, and then somehow they tend to die out towards the end of the season for some reason. So, I, I think Seattle actually comes in and wins this one. Kind of like you, I'm not really 100% sure about Wentz. I think they're rushing him back a little bit because they had no one to really back him up. You know what I mean? So I'm not really sure, but I do love the running game. They've got some great running backs behind that really, you know, that really big offensive line. So who knows? Uh, But I'm I'm thinking Seattle about a field goal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's going to, I think it's going to be really, really close. Gotcha. Yeah, it should be a fun game. Ong's going with Indian on that one. Yeah, it's going to be close. That one's going to be really hard to say. For sure. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team, and this is um, Trevor's squad. Yep. Um, this is another good matchup. You got two teams with, like, good defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, Herbert, I really like Herbert. Same. I don't know. The Washington's football team might have something for him. I really think this is a coin flip game. Um, I'm leaning towards Washington only because they're at home. Yeah. Um, and that's, I guess that's the way I'm going to go, but I don't really feel comfortable either way on that one. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, is going to be where we split a little bit. I'm going Los Angeles, but like you said, man, coin flip for me. I really like the way, Her- I really like the way Herbert's playing. Um, he's looked really good. I ho- hopefully they're running back to stay healthy this year. Los Angeles yeah. is turning into one of like my little like <laughs> side piece teams, you know, being a little bit like I'm yeah. not a super like fan or supporter like that, but like. I really like what Herbert did last year. You know what I mean? I, I love Darwin James. Like he's he's, a, he's gonna be a great safety for this league, man. Hopefully he stays healthy. Right. Um, and uh, but I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how how they do. Um, hopefully if they're healthy, it's gonna be a really really big kind of defensive game. And they got uh, both got a lot of young pieces now too. You know what I mean? Washington football team got a couple of new um, offensive assets. You know in this season, so uh, you know Scary Terry's gonna have a little bit more help on his side of the ball. Right. So on the offensive side of the ball, so. 
This one should also be kind of a good one too. That you know might be fun watching if you're not, if, you're, if your team's not playing until the evening. You know what I mean? Afternoon game. Right. Um, Alex says Washington by three. Mm-hmm. Pop says Charvis, the Chargers offense nips a great D line. So yeah, it's gonna be a close one. We're all split on that one a little bit. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have a potential revenge game, and definitely a game I know Strizzy will be watching closely. We we got the New York Jets at the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And um and uh, go ahead and go first on this one. How are you feeling? Bro, I feel really good. But like, it, like <laughs> if we lose this game, it'll probably demoralize my whole entire Sunday, bro. Like we have to win this game. It's at home. It's a it's not a it's like a revenge game. I think it's a more of a revenge game for Darnold than it is for for like say Wilson to like kind of make to show mark. him up. You know, right. what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Sam Darnold really kind of got played in, in New York while he was there for the last three years or so, four years or so. Um, so I really do think that he really turns up in this game. Like, I could, I almost want to say, like, if you've got Sam Darnold, which you probably don't in fantasy, start him because I think he's going to take – I think he's going to tear apart the New York defense. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm going with you as well. I'm going with the Panthers. The Jets, um, they have a lot of talent, and they're going to be a good team, but they're young and they're brand-new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to figure things out a little bit along the way. Yeah. So it might be a little bit of trial by fire early on. Um, the the Panthers were kind of where the Jets were, but, you know, before, you know, with Matt Rule and stuff, he's a little bit more established there. Yeah. I think that they'll get it. But Unk says Jets by six, and Nancy says go Jets. We know Nancy is a NY supporter. Bro, McCaffrey's so. coming back too? Like, man, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, Nancy's going to be on you, though, if it doesn't work out. So, so we'll see for sure. Um, Bob says, hope Donald doesn't see any ghosts and gets the win against the rookie. And And yeah, that's the thing that that, that's the thing. I think that the whole him seeing ghosting, it was like a, it was like the end of, of everything. But I still think this dude is talented. I think he still has a good chance to be a good quarterback. So way better coaching stuff, man. It's way better coaching stuff than what he ever had in, in New York. So I, and it's like. He's never played with a running back like McCaffrey, who's all who's just going to help him in general. Like he can dump it off to him anytime to get in trouble. So, I think he has the, yeah, I think he has the yeah. best year of his career um, so far. I, 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 my expectations are still low. I don't want to get too hype. You yeah, know, I'm keeping them low. Like you know, good season on McCaffrey, stay healthy, and, and you know, and see see what they can do. So, I'm excited though. I can't wait, man. Yeah, it should be a great game. Um, but then the last of the early morning games, we got Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Um, this is another weird one for me. I feel like the Texans might surprise us and win this game. The Texans don't have a lot to be excited about, and especially with everything that happened with Deshaun Watson. But one thing, if you look at their roster, they have all veterans, like all guys that have been in the league and kind of at this point, I'm not saying they're like mercenaries, but they know exactly what they're there for and they're going to do their job. And I think that they might feel a little bit disrespected because literally no one's talking about the Texans at all. Um, and then on the flip side, you got the Jags where it's like Trevor Lawrence is number one pick. I think he will be good. I think he has a good arm and all that. But I just, I'm just, i just not with the whole um, yeah. movement with the Urban Meyer movement. I don't think it's going to work out. So I'm actually going with the Texans in this one. Right. And um, that might be a w- little bit of wishful thinking, but I think that they're going to actually uh, handle this one. I got you. Yeah, th- this game to me is kind of, kind of the same thing. Like I, I feel like it's another one of those games that can go either way. I'm going Jacksonville because I think that they have the better running better running game. You know what I mean? David Johnson's been really bad for the last couple of years. And Mark, I think Mark Ingram's actually getting the start in this one. You know what I mean? I think yeah. Johnson will get the third down stop. I think Ingram is going to get the, you know, the, the early down back. Uh, but um, this, I think this is going to come down to who's going to outplay quarterback-wise. I think Trevor Lawrence is, gonna, is in for a couple of mistakes. Um, and Tyrod Taylor is coming in as a veteran who might actually be able to, you know, Get Houston over this hump, but I just 
coin flip and it landed on Jacksonville for me, man. So I'm, I'm going with Jacksonville on this one. Got you. <laughs> I still you, and they probably will. Yeah, Pop <laughs> says Jag by 20. Unk says Jags by one. Yeah. Um, but no, I think yeah, I'm going to serve between. I'm my Jags by five. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. Like I I'm, I might watch this on the Game Pass replay. Um, definitely won't be you know having that in the little carousel during live. Um, but um, but I'll see. I'll I'll keep an eye on it. Um, but moving into the afternoon, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. This is like a sneaky, probably kind of sneaky good game. Yep. Um, but I think the Chiefs definitely handle business and and end up running away late. Um, but I think this is a good game for about a half. Cleveland's going to show what they what they can do, but um, the Chiefs win this one. Run yeah. away. Yeah, my heart's telling me Cleveland, but my brain's telling me Kansas City. Yeah, that, that new that new offensive line they just got, like, and then the backups they got for that offensive line they got, they're 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 already the favorites for the Super Bowl again. You know what I mean? So it's you know, I'm going Kansas City, and they're at home too, so they're opening yeah. at home. I, th- I think Kansas City goes. I would love to see Cleveland win, though. Like, I hope Chubb has a huge year this year. He's one of my favorite running backs this year. You know what I mean? But not, not this year, just in general. Like, I, I love watching Chubb play, man. That dude's yeah. Well, under He's not underappreciated, but he is 100% underrated. Yeah. No, I agree. You know that's my dude. Yeah. Um, I actually got the pop figure. It's too far away, but I actually get, <laughs> I, I get the Funko uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I am kind of like, even though I don't like Baker, like the, the Cleveland Browns are kind of kind of interesting team. Like they're kind of a cool team to watch. So oh, I think they win the North. Wow. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like this year is going to be really telling to see if they what mm. they do, you know, if they build um, off, if they build off last year, I think they win the North. Gotcha. But I, I think I think even the Ravens kind of take a step back to this year. I, I think if they if they build off last season, I think they win the North. Right. And that's the interesting part is are they going to step forward? I'm not sure, but Unk, is with, Unk says Browns are going to do the upset. Pop okay. says Chiefs by 21. <laughs> I think it's closer to that, even though it's a competitive game, kind of similar to the playoff game. So yeah. um, next up we got the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. This is going to be kind of kind of cool because, you know, I like both these teams. Miami's kind of my squad, but um, for me in this one, I'm going with the Patriots at home. I feel like they're going to try to do everything they need to do to get Mac Jones a win in his first outing. I think Miami is a good, much improved team, but I think, I think this year's make it or break it for, for Tua. And I feel like we're going to find out kind of early on what that's going to look like. But Strizzy, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, I'm going, that's weird. Yeah. I'm going to New England too. I feel like no matter what, who they have behind, you know, center, like New England always finds a way to get things done. Uh, both, both quarterbacks are both young. It's only two is, you know, second year. And even then, like you, you know, Miami went back and forth between him and uh, Fitzpatrick last year. So, um, and then a lot of Miami's uh, receivers are also injured. So, like, they're dealing with some, some injury bugs over Miami as well. They're in New England, and I think New England takes it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Unk's on that side, too. He says New England by 13. It's funny, too, though. Miami always gets New England. They it's always there. the late game. It's always, like, the, the second or the, la- the second to yeah. last or the last week of the season type of thing. Yep. Um. They always sneak up and wins the games that they're not supposed to, but this one, New England will be too prepared. So for sure. Um, another cool little matchup here. We got Green Bay Packers going to the New Orleans Saints. Um, we think this game will be actually played in New Orleans, which will be great. Um, and um, and you know, they'll be able to host in the Superdome and everything like that. But 
as much as I'm rooting for Jameis Winston, I don't see how they can, you know, get the victory in this opening game. I think that the Green Bay Packers start off their Aaron Rodgers farewell tour with mm-hmm. with a victory uh, yeah. there. Um, but what do you think? Same, man. I think it's the the Green Bay, you know, last dance with the Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So I, I think Green Bay for sure, too. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you think about um, Winston and the starting quarterback thing? I love it, man. I, I at no point in time ever wanted Hill to be the starter for the New England Saints. Like, I still I still don't really think much of him as a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, he's just one of those kind of great utility backs that mm-hmm. comes in handy for, like, trick plays and stuff like that. But you watched him as a starter last year, and it just, you know, they they won they win games, but it's only because of their, their scheme. You know what I mean? They don't throw the ball downfield. Right. I mean, that's, even, even when – That's when, what they uh, did with Drew Brees, too. Yeah, exactly. Even with Drew Brees, like, his arm was basically shot. So, like, that's why they call um, – Michael Thomas, the slant king, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, he has all these receptions every game, but it's, you know, none of his passes are, are you know, more than, you know, 10 yards downfield. So right. um, they'll do the same. I think they'll do a little bit more listening because he can throw it downfield, but I think same thing's going to go through all year. It's just going to be one of those things, you know, dink and dump, give the ball to Kamara. I hope, the, I hope though, that the uh, that receiver, uh, Cunningham, I, I think he actually has – I hope he has a really good year before Michael Thomas comes back. I think that kid's going to be good. Yeah. No, I think he will. Actually, I think him and Winston are kind of creating a uh, connection. Yeah. And um, and I, I kind of like that. But, yeah, um, we'll see if they're – you know, I think their offense, yeah, later towards the end of the year or towards the, you know, midway point of the year, it might open up really because, yeah, they were hampered with the arms that they with, – with Drew Brees before. So, yeah, uh, just not right away though. But um, next up we got Denver Broncos at New York Giants. Uh, I think this one's Broncos easily even though – you know, their quarterback situation was up in the air, too, but they got Teddy Bridgewater. He's a steady veteran, and their defense is just pretty monstrous. So I feel like the defense will get them far as long as uh, Teddy manages and, and doesn't, um, you know, turn the ball over. Yeah, I think that they'll be fine. So I got this one in this uh, – them in this game, and I think that they're going to be good this year, too. Yeah, I actually agree. I think uh, Denver wins this game, too. I think their defense is going to be nasty. They're, you know, they have, they're not they're not very happy with the injury bug, you know what I mean, right now, so I think they'll be fine. Uh, I think new, I think the Giants have the second weakest offensive line in the league behind the Bears, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I think that that defensive line is going to, you know, Daniel Jones will be running all over the place, I think, on, a, on Sunday, so I'm, I'm going Denver as well. Yeah. Chaz coming through for Broncos uh, also. Um, in the nightcap on Sunday, we have the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. This should be a fun, this should be a fun, like kind of hard hitting game. Got two good defenses, but I'm going with the Rams at home in that big brand new stadium. Um, we're going to see what Matthew Stafford can do with the squad um, mm-hmm. in that kind of vamped up offense. I think that the Rams are poised to have a good year, but their division is going to be tough. Um, but um, but I like the Rams in this first game. Oh, 100%. I <laughs> I think uh, Andy Dalton was named the week one starter because he did not want to put uh, <laughs> he didn't want to put Fields uh, against the uh, the Rams defense week one. You know, what right. I, mean? I I feel sorry for Dalton. I feel like he don't get beat up like all Sunday. Um, the Chicago offensive line has really really got awful, and he's not really known for using his legs very much. Right, and um, extending the play, and uh, yeah, I got I got Rams in this one too. I think it's low scoring, but I think it's just because the Rams are just going to be just all over beating them up. If anyone's yeah. going to be Los Angeles. Yeah, for sure. No, they – I mean, both teams have great defenses, but the Rams have a good offense too. Right. And right. so um, – They're going to wear the Brown. They're going to wear the Bears defense out, I think, to the point where they're going to finally start, you know, giving up big chunk plays. Right. 
and I am excited to see Sony Michelle there. I feel like yeah. that's going to get a chance to him for him to like kind of revitalize his career. Yeah. Um, he was great as a rookie for New England, you know, went won the Super Bowl and everything, but then just dwindled off after that. So um, I'm excited I mean, to see him there. I think it sucks being a running back for New England. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, you can never trust the running backs in New England when it comes to, say, like, fantasy football because it's just like right. they, might, they might use you in game script and you score three touchdowns as a running back, and then the following week you're not even touching the field. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like – it, it's hard being a running back in New England. So I'm actually, I'm like you, I'm excited for to see him at the Rams. I think he might be able to, uh, you know, revitalize a little bit and, uh, you know, a nice little fresh start for him. And McVay is going to find him lanes. Like, that's oh, what McVay, yeah. McVay does. So, 100%. But yeah, um, Chad agrees. Unk says Rams by 17. Pops, Rams in a runaway. And mom says Rams, of course. Yes, yeah, that's her squad. So, um, got to hold it down for that. And then to cap off the opening weekend, Monday night football. Um, the Los Angeles Raiders at the Baltimore Ravens, or wait, no, I'm sorry, the Ravens at the Raiders, right? It's in the yeah. it's in the big, yeah, it's in the big stadium. Yep. Um, Got to get that right. I well, let I'll let you go first on this one. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, even with the injury bug, I still think that the Ravens win this game. You know, what I mean, I, I think they still have enough. Um, again, with the Raiders, man, I just feel like it's still got a lot of questions to be answered. Quarterback he hasn't really panned out for him very well. Um, I feel like Jacobs kind of – I don't know if they're just getting away from him and that's the problem, you know what I mean? Like, but I, think, like, I think they need to feed him a little bit more. He's probably the best weapon they have on offense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the you know the passing game hasn't really done much for him either over the last couple of years. So outside of Darren Waller, the tight end. Right, yeah, 100% yeah. outside of Waller. He's an absolute monster for them. So uh, I, I think the Ravens – I think they killed him. Even, like, defense is coming back. The defense is strong. Marlon Humphrey's coming back. Like, they're, they're going to be great defensively. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ravens take it. Yeah, I agree. I think the Ravens as well. Pop says doesn't matter where Ravens dominate. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think so too. I just wonder with with the Raiders, it's like, is the Gruden experiment just gonna continue on? Like, is it just okay to be mediocre for them? I don't yeah. know. Cause they show like that they kind of putting it together and they kind of show flashes, but they're never like consistently good. Mm-hmm. Um Last time they were really good, though, you know, was when they when they beat the Chiefs. They did a little uh, circling the bus and things like that. But sure, um, I, I just I just don't know with them. I just feel like yeah, they're kind of average. So for um, sure, in this one, even though they'll be opening up the big stadium, which is really cool, I, I feel like the Ravens will get it done. Same uh, on that one. When would you say to give up on the whole like Gruden thing? Because they gave him a big contract and a lengthy one. It's like right, it's a lot of years, and it's like they t- they they connected him to Mike Mayock, the GM, too, and gave him right. a lot. So. I just think they're going to just ride it out. I feel like they're just like, oh, this is going to work out. Maybe they just think there's going to be like a magical run. Um, <laughs> a quick switch flip is just going to turn on or something. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, but Unk says Raiders are, are horrible. <laughs> it sucks, but that, that's kind of the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, one thing I am excited about, though, is um, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning are going to have an alternate broadcast. Um, or for like the actual audio for Monday Night Football, so they're gonna be just kind of like hanging out and like it's gonna be kind of like you're watching the game with them. So, um, honestly, you know, I think Peyton Manning's pretty funny. I never yeah. really liked him as a player that much, but I, yeah. I can't lie, like he's dude's pretty funny. No, he does, yeah, man. He's a, he's a comedian, man. And ESPN's announcers are terrible. I don't like uh, you know, Riddick or Greasy or um, Levy. I think the Monday Night Football, it's it's honestly a shame how bad the announcing is for Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try this. And it's basically they're admitting it by giving us an alternate 
audio to watch. So I'm going to try it, probably watch the Peyton Manning one, maybe. Um, we'll see. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about. So <laughs> for sure. Watching uh, with the Manning brothers. Had some pretty funny commercials and stuff like that, man. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty funny dude. Yeah. All right. So that was our week one picks. Um, and I'm glad we got to go through all that. You know, we wanted to kind of, you know, be really NFL heavy on this one because it's the opening week and all that. And um, but in the future, you know, especially when it's like all four of us, we might be doing that on like a little separate segment. Um, so right. you guys can watch maybe like a 20, 25 minute separate segment, um, you know, later on in the week. But I'm glad we got to kind of go through that and preview week week one and uh, give you guys a taste of that. Um, uh, Pop says he wants to join Bane's <laughs> band. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Um Unc also, this is kind of related to football. Um, Tio wants to fight Tommy Nav in celebrity boxing. We already know how that would go. Tommy Nav would not hang um, with, with that for sure, but um, they might get paid. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's our NFL talk, though. And, um, yeah, join the Pick'em League. Make your picks. Um, we'll be announcing kind of how we're doing. We'll always talk about the results of the Pick'em on this show, though, and announce the winner and kind of say where we're at. And then we'll start to kind of probably make our picks on a separate ones just so we're not taking up as much. Sure. Um, but, of course, for this week, we know it's kind of light, too, but we'll go ahead and jump into our next topic. Um, unless there's anything else you want to say, though, for NFL talk. No, nah, man, just excited, man. Super yeah, excited. Rowdy's excited, too. Um, the Cowboys mascot's with me. He's ready, too. You know, he's going to be firing off. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see if we can get that. Uh, we'll see if we can get that um, W. But, yeah, let's go ahead and go, go on to our next thing. Just just respond with the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Got it. All right. Jacket. Travel. Butterfly. Foul. Goat. Kobe. Subway. Double dribble. Hmm, okay, okay. We're getting to some things. Let me try one more here. Spider. Mitchell. Okay, just as I suspected. All right, I have it. I think I think I know what it is. I think I have the diagnosis and um Excuse me straight, Doc. How much time I got left, man? You're gonna be okay. But it's a serious case of NBA talk. NBA talk. All right, NBA talk. Uh, we don't have a serious case this week. We really only have a couple things <laughs> real quick. Um, the DeAndre Jordan is, uh, is you know, reportedly um, joining the Lakers after he's being bought out. Um, and it's so funny. It seems like every single week, even though there hasn't been too much NBA news since free agency storm, you know, but every single week we talk about another veteran kind of joining the Lakers. Um, but what do you think about this piece? How do you think that's going to work out for the Lakers? Uh, Jordan? Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, yeah. I think we're so fine. I think he basically just, you know, they already got um, uh, Dwight back. I feel like he basically just takes over the spot that JaVale McGee was at. You know what I mean? I, I think that's what he does for them. Uh, yeah. Nice, you know, clogs the lane, grabs rebounds, blocks a couple of shots or whatever. Probably will only play 10 minutes a game if that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's not going to get into the rotation too, too much. So it, it's kind of whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't know why, for some reason, like, I'm just really starting to hate this whole buy everybody out. They can sign wherever they want. You know what I mean? Like, it's starting to get like, all right, come on, NBA. Like, we got to do something about this. Like, well, it, it is what it is, but, you know. No, I agree, though, with that. It's like, as far as, like, once they're bought out, I agree. They should be able to go wherever they want to. You can't really restrict that. But yeah, I think yeah. that it is getting silly as far as there are so many trades where their rules are really strict on the trades where it has to be within a certain amount of compensation and, you know, based on what type of players you have and things like that, years in the NBA, it has to be very close. 
So you end up throwing in these players who are never realistically going to play for the team. You know, (laughs) so teams are just trading guys around knowing they'll never they'll never put on that color. They're just going to, you know, immediately release them. But they just needed to throw them in there so they could get the trade done. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see about that. But um, but yeah. And then um, also Pop says the Nets keep signing veterans too. still won't even win the East. And we, we wanted to talk about LaMarcus Aldridge as well. So he retired abruptly um, in the middle of last year after, you know, finding out about his heart condition. He had basically um, accelerated um, heartbeat during a game, uh, during a game last year. So now, you know, he's um, gotten some different clearances and different medical opinions and he's coming back. He's signing with the Nets. So I personally think that's really risky. Um, And I hope everything is okay with that. I hope he doesn't have another episode like that um, um, again. And I hope he can, you know, play and compete. He's a great player, a a good contributor, right? But, um, Man, that's kind of scary to me. I wouldn't do that. But what do you? What, how did you feel about that? Yeah, I feel the exact same way you feel. You know, it's kind of one of those things. It's kind of like Chris Bosh. You know, what I mean, Chris Bosh was having like the blood clots and all the other fun stuff, and like, and all that stuff was close to his lungs and his heart. And right. you know, he probably could have, you know, gone through some blood thinners and you know, try to figure it out, try to come back. But he was like, no, nah, like that's that's my heart. I mean, of all you know, organs and muscles in my body, like that's one of the most important ones. So <laughs> the most, one of the most important ones. You know, what I'm saying? It's like the heart and the brain, right? right. So. Um, it is very risky. I, I, I pray that everything is fine. You know what I mean? The doctors basically are like, no, nah, you're 100%. You should be good to go. Like, this shouldn't happen again. It's a freak accident, whatever the case may be. Um, so I hope he's fine. But, yeah, I'm with Pops. I I don't know, man. I just feel like they're another – I feel like the Nets are – like everyone keeps talking about, like, the Lakers' age, the Lakers' age, but I feel like the Nets are probably more injury-prone than the Lakers are. You know what I mean? So, you know, minus AD, but I right. don't – I don't know if the Nets make it out just because like, they just have way too many injuries to me. Yeah, something about the that team where it's just like, you know, I don't know, and it doesn't have any, like, stability. Like, there's no foundation for that team. It's just, like, a bunch of guys floating around, like, yeah, we're going to make this happen. But yeah. um, I have a hard time seeing them. I, I want to see what happens. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of don't believe in them either, even though they have so much talent. I will um, say this. I am kind of glad, though, that D'Antoni left, you know what I mean, because I feel like – I feel like with him being there, it was never really 100% Nash's team. You know what I mean? So hopefully, we'll, we'll see. I, I still don't know what Nash is going to do with this team. You know what I right. mean? But, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, you know, if Nash tries to kind of get away from the whole Dan Tony, you know, coaching style of thing. So we'll see. <laughs> the only coaching style I saw, especially in the playoffs last year, was like just hope KD saved you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they bro. had no plan. He was hugging KD like, you know, so like KD just saved his life, bro. Like, right. He was like, thank you. I appreciate everything you're doing for us right now. <laughs> exactly. That was too funny. So, yeah, hopefully he maybe asserts himself. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, as far as the DeAndre Jordan thing real quick for me, I was going to say I forgot to say that. Um, right. I just wanted to say that I think that that means AD is going to play a lot more center. Um, so the only thing I worry about with that is just like, dude, please just don't get yourself hurt. Like, um, and, and also, though, that means Marcus Gasol is going to be gone. Um, most likely. So we'll see. I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a great year um, to watch this squad, even though it's not a lot of returning people from last year, it's still people that have been like around the Lakers or connected. So we'll see. And yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. I, I feel like even, even though there are a lot of new faces coming to this team, I think they'll be absolutely fine. They've got some of the greatest minds between Braun Westbrook, you know what I mean? Like who are Rondo, who are going to be, you know, helping running this team. And the yeah. offense, I think they'll be perfectly fine. I, they really are the favorites to win this year, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, but then you think you think Gasol's gone because of because of yeah, 
Yeah, because there was well. talk that he wouldn't be returning, so I think that that kind of cements it for me. It's not official oh, yet, right. but I think that right. that's, that's what that that signals. So no, it makes sense. I think I'd prefer Gasol over DeAndre though, but it's just a different look though. That's that's why I'm like, okay, now I feel like they're really gonna be more small and more run and gun. Yeah, um, and like you said, kind of more to the JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard style that they had two years ago when they won, instead of the Marcus All big man passing thing that they tried. Right, right, year. right. It didn't really work out very well yet. So we'll see. Last little bit of news. We've talked about, you know, different levels of vaccination being required in the NBA. Mm -hmm. San Francisco and New York City are actually going to require vaccination basically for all of their citizens to to go into certain buildings and things like that. And it has come out that that is going to apply to the NBA players. So these are going to be the first kind of set of players that are actually required, mandated to to uh, get a vaccination. It's not necessarily coming from the NBA, but it's coming from the city regulations. So just one interesting thing of of news, you know, the NBA, I think that they've been trying to shy away from saying, you know, we really want you to or being mandatory, Mm -hmm. Um, but this is a way that some of the players are going to be, you know, hundred percent or some of the teams at least are going to be hundred percent vaccinated. So we'll see if that continues. Um, But, but other than that, nothing crazy for NBA talk. Uh, middle of October is when the NBA season will start again. So we'll ramp back up here, um, especially towards the, the beginning of October to kind of see what's what's going on. But definitely. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, and keep it moving. Um, and we'll do this last topic real quick. So what's next again? Other sports. Oh, yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so, so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh, okay, like, like hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah like, like hockey. Hockey, feel okay. me? Okay, like, like. Oh, like baseball, yes, you know what Yes, sir. Like, like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, we went OG other sports today. Um, go ahead and pull up this graphic real quick so we can knock this out. There wasn't too much crazy things, but, I mean, college football started, and, you know, we love college football. We're going to be talking a lot more college football. So I went ahead to go ahead and put up the new rankings on there. Alabama is still holding strong at number one after basically dominating Miami, which we thought might be a kind of a closer game. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got up there in the number two spot, my Georgia Bulldogs. After handling business, um, the, the the Clemson game was crazy. I knew the defense was going to be monstrous. Um, I had a feeling that they wouldn't be able to have much for our defense, but I was really hoping to see more from our offense. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm really great, uh, really comfortable about with the, with the offense is we can still run the damn ball. Uh, that's <laughs> never going to change. Georgia can always run the ball. We did miss a field goal. We did have some different situations where we we might have scored or things might have worked out differently. Um, but but um, you know, I'll take that victory any day. The pick six, um, big ninety-four yard pick six on defense was or seventy-four yard was the um was the play of the game basically and, and turned the tide. So uh, so happy to see that though. Whole family pumped for that. So we'll be watching Georgia very closely and and I think um I think, you know, if they can just go week to week and handle their business and the offense starts to get better, um, we should be able to stay right up there towards the top. So um, other things, though, Oklahoma slipped down a couple spots. And Strizzy, that is your squad. So I did want to see what you thought about the, the, that first game. They played Tulane and, and struggled a little bit early, but then started to dominate. And then Tulane came back late and made it a close game. I think it was 40 to 35. So yeah. how did you feel about squad, though? Uh, I actually, I think they'll be fine. I think like we we started out slow and then really just kind of like jumped on them. Like the game wasn't as close as you probably thought think it was if you watched the whole thing. Um, we really jumped down in front of them, kind of clobbered them a little bit in like the second and third quarter, and then uh, we just let the foot off the gas. We started running the ball, getting a lot of three and outs, and just let Tulane catch back up. 
Um, so it was like, it was one of those things where I was like, you know what I'm saying? So we, we can't get comfortable. We did this a lot last year too. And, and we lost some games because of it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but when we were really running through our offense and not just kind of trying to run the ball and run the clock out, like we were really kind of smacking two lanes. So, um, even like you look at like statistically wise, like we ran the ball well, passed the ball well, like everything looked fine. We literally just let the you know foot off the gas. So, uh, we can't do that anymore, you know what I mean? Like, we can't let a team like Tulane, you know what I'm saying, come back like that. So that was really kind of irritating. Um, uh, but I think I think they'll be fine. I, I think they'll kind of learn from that and, and move forward from it. Uh, I think the Georgia win was was crazy, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was – I feel like that was a must-win for them, you know what I mean? Because if they lose that game, you know what I mean, now it gets tough because you're still in the SEC at any point in time. You can get upset and you still have to play Bama later on. You know, what I mean, they lose that game with Clemson. Like, there's a solid chance they fall out of the playoff at the end of the year. So, I think that was huge, huge, huge win. Crazy defensive game, man. Like, like you were saying, like that pick six was like the tie turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Like it was crazy, man. Like that was that was actually really, really huge. Um, like you said, like they're gonna always be able to run the ball, and hopefully the the, the passing game kind of free ups a little bit. But um, but yeah, man. Um, looks great. Bama again looks crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I thought Miami was going to play them better, you know what I mean? Like, I really, really did, and they just beat them up. <laughs> they got crushed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, cr- crushed all their dreams. I could destroy Miami's season for the rest of the year, you know, you know, emotionally, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got to – that's going to be tough to come back. Right, and they said it was going to be a barometer, so hopefully that's not totally the case, <laughs> you know. But they were like, yo, this is – we're going to find out if Miami's really back or not. Well, yeah. not according to that game, but – um. Other big games, um, that Penn State-Wisconsin game was great. Another defensive struggle game, uh, Penn State came through in that one. Um, And then, um, you know, UCLA upsetting LSU in in L.A., that was a great uh, great game too. UCLA, uh, we're going to see. Maybe they can be scary. Chip Kelly, you know, he has a full recruiting class, and he always comes up with a scheme that's going to score points. Um, Yeah, he's he's always been a high offensive scoring, like, college coach, so we'll see. Yeah. Oregon kind of had a scare. you know, but they, they got through. And then in Texas, it looked pretty good um, with Steve Sarkeesian, his first time as head coach. I'm kind of watching to see how they how they do um, as yeah. well. So fun stuff in the NCAA. Um, other quick stories, MLB, um, Vlad, Vlad Guerrero, Guerrero Jr., excuse me, he hit 40 home runs. And this is the second ever um, father-son duo, duo, though. Vlad Guerrero had, had a 40 home run season. So now him and his dad both did that. That's pretty dope, him and Junior. Um, the only other pair to do that is Cecil Fielder and Prince Fielder. They each had a 40-plus home run season in the MLB. So that's pretty cool. It's kind of rare. I love how baseball, you know, it's such a statistic-driven sport, but it's like there's always new history being made, like almost every day in baseball. Um, yeah. And it's like it's been come, it's been around since, you know, 1901, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and um, there's still like first-time happening things. So – um, cool stuff there. Wild card chase is heating up. Um, it's it, the, the Dodgers San Francisco Giants series was this weekend. The Giants are still one game up, but um, but good stuff. You know, that's going to be drawing to a close. So we'll be kind of checking on baseball and, and letting you guys know who's winning those playoff divisions and things like that. Yeah. Um, Cubs are just out of it though. Royals are <laughs> pretty much the Royals are like formulating though. They're, they're playing well. Like, and so I'm still excited. I still enjoy watching the Royals, but you know, we're not going to be making the playoffs or anything like that, but hopefully we're, we're building for next year. So, <laughs> which we've been there before. Um, but with soccer, um, 
did want to say the international break is still kind of going on, but Cristiano Ronaldo is returning to Man U on Saturday. I think his return game, that should be pretty cool. But this was an interesting thing. Brazil and Argentina were playing, and you know that's always a big match when Brazil and Argentina play. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was like maybe three minutes into the game, officials came out, and there basically came out that, you know, um, that these um, Argentinian players had broken protocol. Four of them broke protocol. And um, they had false statements about where they had been in the last so often. And um, so they actually ended up suspending the game and uh, and not playing the rest of the game because these players had basically been deemed to break protocol and, and kind of lied to get onto the field. Yeah. Um, crazy scene. You know, one of those things that we only see in this, you know, new era of sports um, with the testing and with the vaccinations and the not vaccination. But my thing is like, how are you like, how did the game start? And you're still like trying to figure out if the paperwork's right. Like that's the only thing, same thing happened with the Dodgers world series game where it's like Turner actually played like the first six innings and then they pulled him out. They're like, Oh, you tested positive. Like how did things like that happen? Is this weird? For sure. Um, I know it's a lot of moving pieces, but I was like, man, I've never seen anything like that. For sure. Um, so, but what do you think though? Did you, did you see that? What do you think about this whole uh, yeah, I saw that, and I and I, I I literally thought the exact same thing. Like, how how are these things going unnoticed, and and how are they finding out about it too? Like, okay, they lied about it, but you know, it's like they told you something happened, or they said they they were where they weren't supposed to be, or the case may be. Like, mm-hmm. somebody snitching on them? Did they go back and look at you know <laughs> try to find some footage when they were out and about? Like, I, I'm trying to right. figure, like, you know, what I mean, kind of like you said, like, how are these things like getting you know slipped up or you know getting by? It's like. Like you said, dude, like you know, play five, six innings of a baseball game. Like, oh, man, we found out that you were out last night at the club. Like, we got to pull you real quick. Like, what? Like, right. Like, how, how are these things happening? It's kind of it's kind of crazy. But at the same time, too, it kind of sucks, too, because it's like as as a player. You have to you have to kind of stop and think sometimes as to like what I'm doing. You know, you might think to yourself, like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Like, I'm out. I wore my mask. I'm not going to get COVID. But at the same time, like your actions still, you know, reflect the rest of your teammates and and, and your team in general. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like sometimes you got to kind of stop thinking so selfishly and, you know, do what's best for the team. And not necessarily what you think is what's best for yourself. Right. No, and I agree. It's like with that, it's like certain professions, like that's a profession where it's like you're around people. You're going to be in close contact with all your people. Yeah. And so it's not like something that you can avoid uh, totally. So it's like, yeah, you should do your best to protect yourself. And hopefully we don't see a lot of more outbreaks, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's a it's a new possibility. And, you know, me, I'm selfish. I'm like, I just want sports top notch. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be worried about all that. <laughs> I was already looking at Cardinals, Panthers tickets. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mess this up for me. Like- exactly. Exactly. So, so that's all we're going to touch on for other sports. So we're right at about an hour right now. Um, we have we're gonna do some golf talk next week, probably and some tennis talk too. Um, but um, let's just run through this little this little this week in sports WNBA action. Oh yeah, don't miss it. I still love the WNBA. They play like oh, better yeah, basketball. Yeah, so man. for anybody that's like a big basketball fan, if you guys are missing basketball right now, watch some WNBA action. Like they they got it going on uh, for sure, and they definitely play fundamental. Um, uh, Thursday, of course, we've talked about it, but you know I'm ready. I'm pumped. Cowboys, Bucks. <laughs> We're going to see what's going on. Um, MLB, I put up here for a Friday. Um, Yankees versus Mets, just because it's always fun to see that, you know, Subway series and yeah. some interleague matchups are going on in baseball. But that's one that definitely sticks out. Both of them are actually like a couple games out of wild card spots. So both of them are really, really hustling to, to see what's going on right now and to try to, to try to get into the playoffs. So that's kind of important. Um, 
We talked about Man U, um, Ronaldo's return. That's just big, you know what I'm saying? He's you know, he's going to go down as if not the greatest football player ever, you know, as top 3. So, oh, yeah, um, so that's going to be a big game, a big big return, big type of moment. Um we'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm guessing he's got two goals in him. I think something's going to happen. He's going to go off and he's going to score a couple goals in the game. So, yeah. We'll see. And then Sunday is the big day, NFL kickoff week 1. You know we're gonna be in front of the TV all day, um, you know, saying with our reactions and everything like that. So, so yeah, um, exciting stuff. But that's this week in sports, um, and um, and that's um, that's Slack one hundred and six. Did yep. you want to say anything for your um, for final say or anything like that before we before we wrap up? Uh, no, man, nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, you know, what I'm saying uh, look in, like I said, me and Ada with the uh, with the start of football season, we want to start doing a little bit of some a little bit of some side segments you know what i mean so keep a look out for that check the youtube channel we'll also post them to the story and post on stuff like that on the instagram channel as well uh, yeah. so keep a look out on that um oh uh, yeah make sure you guys get your picks in that's important you know saying definitely get it in for the first game thursday otherwise you'll miss that game don't want don't want that to happen right um, and you and- can you can make just that one pick and then go ahead and make the other picks later for sure um but um but at least get in that first pick and if you have any problems getting through just hit us up on instagram or whatever hit, hit one of us up and we'll we'll help you guys get signed up because we definitely want to get a big crowd out for that that should be fun no definitely and then also too man forward the link you know so if you have if you have friends or family members who are football fans man get the link and just send it to them and be like yo like join this you know what i'm saying you get free football squares and we also try to do a little bit little prizes you know throughout the year too. yeah so um you know Send, send a link out. You know what I mean? If you have some friends and family members who play football, if you're if you're involved in fantasy football, send the link, you know, hit, hit the hit the fantasy football chat and just be like, yo, if y'all want to, you know, join this uh pick 'em league, it's another way to kind of like gain some money for uh Super Bowl time. So yeah. Um, and we'll definitely do some prizes along the way too, for sure. Just some little silly things. For sure. Because uh, we always like to do that. Exactly. But yeah, that's what it is. Then um, also, I did want to say uh, Strizzy's YouTube. Go check it out. He put out some uh, some new content, new little vlog. Um, going to the Winezona place. So we, oh, yeah. I might have to, I might have to try that place out for sure. That looked really cool. So, and we're definitely trying to do other other content out there as well. So, uh, rock with us. Um, but we definitely appreciate all the love and support. We appreciate you guys being here with us. And um, and yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, man. That's episode one hundred and six, baby. Say like a champ, 106. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Susie. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.